Hey, on this episode of the Quick Pop Podcast, we are back. We missed you, and boy, do we have a lot to talk about. From all of the stuff that went down between AEW and TNA, to some of the weirdness of Miro on Twitter, and wrapping up with the Slammy nominations and our predictions, you're in for a long haul on the Quick Pop Podcast. Welcome to the must hear, must see, must listen, must view, must watch, must interact with podcast that is out there on the audio waves. It is the Quick Pop Podcast. I am once again Ace of Spades Card, or just Ace for short. We are joined here by my two regulars, uh, Mr. Ron. Hola. Hola, Hola. mi amigo. And Está muy bien, ¿y tú? Sí, sí, sí. Mucho, mucho fabuloso. Ah, Fandango. Um, <laughs> Fandango. <laughs> oh, I caught that one. I caught that one. The dance guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Then, uh, then you got, uh, we'll give him his proper name because he hasn't messed up in a while. DJ Jazzy Jake is also joining us. Uh, it's me. And uh, we missed y'all. Uh, last <laughs> week was absolutely unintentional. We've missed it, you too. Well, I just mean like even like with not having an episode last week. Yeah. So I missed y'all. I missed you all. The uh, the audience. The the, the royal uh, y'all. The royal yeah y'all plus three, you and right. Um. So yeah, it's uh, it feels good to be back. We're almost done with 2020. We're getting close. Getting close doesn't mean 20 doesn't mean the first January of 2021 won't just be. 2020 the after party but at least we'll be out of the year hopefully well i mean uh, i don't anticipate like january 1st and all of a sudden it's like a whole new world no that's how it works ace you say happy new year they shoot fireworks and everything is magically better (laughs) 2021 is a freaking disney movie okay new year uh it's Pop because poppers, all the ca- fireworks with, with with all the fireworks and all the people like flying to and from places. Uh, it is the chemtrails that are eventually <laughs> going to shoot in like these happy doses of like serotonin and and all of that stuff. And we're OK with 2021 because we're going to be drugged out of our minds. Guys, uh, we've been we're getting a vaccine. For years, and chemtrails were just sitting there. They were sitting there like this. There's going to be a year where we need this. And they've just been waiting. And 2020 hit, and they're like, New Year's, (laughs) hit the chemtrails. Like, you know why Daniel Bryan doesn't have a belt right now? Because he called out the chemtrails. He said, chemtrails are bad. Vince McMahon says, no, we don't want that. Because he's funding the chemtrails. Oh, yeah. Vince is totally funding the chemtrails. Did we go off on enough of a tangent for everybody? To be fair, this is going to be the tangent episode, so I get it 100%. So we can still talk about chemtrails. Yeah, yeah. So we can work chemtrails. Dude, I can work chemtrails into this. Did everyone know that uh, John Moxley, before defending the title, was actually on a podcast discussing chemtrails? Next thing you know, loses the title. You haven't seen him since. Huh? Coincidence? Wait. Think not. What's your proof? What's my proof? Uh, yeah. He talked about chemtrails. Now he gone. Where did he talk about chemtrails on? That podcast. 
that Which talks one? about <laughs> the, 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 uh, chemtrails with Norman Smiley. Uh, I I don't know if you know about this, but uh, Sir William Regal, uh, he also uh, is a big chemtrail enthusiast. Chemtrails yeah. with Morgan. And you know what? It's weird. It's not auto-completing anything. Crazy. Uh, oh, yeah. It looks like there many great matches they for probably your search. Crazy. It was, it was the uh, quick, uh, quick chemtrails podcast, I think it was. It was a Kim Trails with Kim. I think it was a Kim Kardashian podcast, maybe. Yeah. Trails. <laughs> but but you know. gotta spell Kim with a K. Yeah, Weird. obviously. It's K H E M. Yeah. It's still weird. I, there's a Kim Trails conspiracy theory on a on a Harvard website. All right. Yeah, dude. All you right. know this is a That's big not... deal with chemtrails. Yeah, I know, but just like, go down that to... rabbit hole. I wouldn't expect like a Harvard.edu site to be like where I'd find that information. You'd find Daniel Bryan and uh, John Moxley talking about chemtrails with Kim Kardashian. Uh, yeah, oh, no. dude, come on. Hey, s- stop acting like you haven't heard of uh, of Kim. <laughs> John Moxley's been on, like you said, Daniel Bryant. Uh, I think Kanye's coming on next week, man. It's the it's podcast is up. That's gonna be that's gonna podcast. be the last episode of that show. Kanye <laughs> comes on and and all of a sudden it completely debunks anything that Daniel Bryan and uh, John Moxley have to say. Anything somebody in uh, uh, educational has said, they're like, "Oh, Kanye said the same thing." Yeah, we can't believe that. You know, I'm gonna bring something up because it, this is like total celebrity status. Uh, now that we're talking about Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, uh, reports came out that this man did something that all of us wished we could do. Uh, he had uh, Edge and Lita sort of celebration inside of a tank um, on the way up to WrestleMania. We talking about Miro? We're talking about Miro. We're talking about Miro. We're okay. talking about Ace's favorite, like, favorite villain. Okay, all time. Out here. I have two Miro, 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 Rusev, and Miro. I have two things to say about this. Yeah. One, it's funny that you made the segue because Miro's character is turned into he is jacked up Kanye West. Dude, this, he's yeah. got Gucci on him. He, dude, he dude, if, that, if his character one day turns in to uh basically he just thinks he's this genius but no one corrects him because they're afraid that he'll just smash him into oblivion wasn't he wearing versace like yeah uh, last episode yeah versace gucci's animal but and he and he has yeezys on so yeah it's he he looks like he's a rapper but two if we're going to talk about this i applaud rusev mirror whatever you want to say for being in in the, in the 2000s, it is so hard to not break kayfabe. But the fact that, I mean, like, you know, the situation was like Lana said, Rusev crush. And he said, OK, why? Because that's his character. He kept kayfabe. All right. He kept kayfabe. So <laughs> as fun of a story as this is. Well, come on. You don't like Miro just because he has an answer. No, 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 no. That well, yes, that is a, re- a reason. But I'm just going to go ahead and hit you with some cold hard facts, real quick. So he's going to talk about the Cold War now. No, I'm going to talk about the fact that hey, he's Bulgarian, not Russian. Right. You know, he wasn't a part of the Cold War. I'm going to say that I'm skeptical of his claim. Why? Because, because since y'all made a big deal about it, I looked it up. 
on what kind of tank that was actually that they drove up because it was an actual tank. Like it was, you know, some like car, like Mardi Gras thing where they were just like, it looks like a tank, but it's like on a, you know, truck bed, essentially. No, it's a real tank. It's in a real tank. It's a real and tank. And so the T-34 main battle tank does not have physically capable have the room to do what he said he did in the tank. I, I don't, I dude. you could do anything Is if you try true? hard enough. You barely you could, could do- fit three Russians who don't actually care about life much in that tank. You had a driver, you had a gunner, you had a commander who typically stayed outside of the tank and only came in during times where they were under fire, and you had a loader. There was not a lot of wiggle room. You were most of the time basically in somebody else's lap, for lack of a better word, because there was equipment and turrets and everything else all in the way. There was no way two people could (laughs) occupy essentially the same spot the way he's trying to say they did. Uh, Okay, so now you're thinking you're thinking missionary. I'm thinking of something completely different. I'm thinking Rusev is going to be. I'm thinking that Rusev was out of the the tank like he was during his entrance, but you can fandangle away where you could have a person on top and a person on bottom, and then you just work it down and push it up. Ace, I think the main question here is, Ace, why do you not like fun? I do like fun. Ace, there is a a fun little uh, story that Mr. Miro wants to tell us. Can I draw Let me look up the statistics of like diagrams of the inside of the tank and stuff like that. The problem problem is I'll draw a diagram. the tr- no, see, the problem is I play a game called War Thunder, which is historically accurate to like the tanks. And so I have, quote unquote, I say I have in the game, obviously, driven the T-34 tank. There is no way physically for him to do what he claimed he did. I need you to show me blueprints of this tank and I will show you a way <laughs> That you could have stuff in it. I think that he just thought it would be a fun little thing to say that he did. And I don't think it was possible. I think it is. Anything is possible. If you set your mind to it, do not be limited by mortal standards, because we all know that Miro is the best man. Miro is is a Gucci God. Therefore, he could do anything because through him, everything is possible. That's I'm right. Going, Have you I'm learned nothing from Kevin this. Garnett? Anything is possible. Anything is possible. Kevin Garnett taught us that in the early 2000s, Ace. How have you, have you already forgotten? You and then Kevin it? Garnett kind of talked to us about it because of the Lonely Island. That whole yeah, song. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Garnett came back. Gyms? I mean, we can go on about Kevin Garnett, but I don't think it's, it's that kind of podcast. Physics. Don't add up. If if you want to talk about something that doesn't add up, if you want to talk about physics, let me talk. Let me talk to you. Hold on. Let me roll the sleeves up. Let me talk to you about quantum physics, boy. How can a man, a god, a madman, a god such as Kenny Omega himself, appear at two places at once? He appeared at Impact Final Resolution, and he also appeared at Triple Mania for Triple A, uh, defending the Mega Campion uh, title against Laredo uh, Ch- Kid. Jets. Physics. Jets. Jets? They both basically aired literally at the exact same time. Wait, 
They both aired. And we all know that TV can only happen live. So. Yeah, true. Yes. 100% true. TV 100% can only happen live. True. Nothing, only live. Nothing can only be pre-taped. No, no we don't pre-tape anything. No. Like this, the, Ace, this podcast is live now in every form and doesn't ever get released later. Yes, like right exactly. now. Yeah, every every you time you are listening to this, every time you're listening to this, it's live. You're getting live content 110% of the time. That's right. What that man said. Listen Bow. to that purple-haired Gucci Mane. Bow. So, okay, you mentioned lemonade, Kenny Omega. Lemonade, lemonade. You mentioned Kenny Omega. So, what do you boys think of this Kenny Omega? The, the, like, it's the cleaner, but it's cleaner? not yeah. exactly the cleaner. Um, his relationship with Don Tallis, this relationship with T, uh, or with, uh, sorry, TNA, uh, with Impact. Uh, what do you all take of it? What do you think? I think we're about to have the best story in wrestling when it comes to the collector, Kenny Omega, not the That's cleaner. That's what I want to. The collector. That's because 100% what I want. This man is going to single-handedly go to any promotion that's not the Federation, and he will collect all titles, all belts. Austin Aries has done it. Matt Hardy has done it with the, uh, um, the expedition of gold. And now we will have Kenny Omega doing it in such a way that it is going to be ridiculous and grand. And he will he is basically creating a multiverse in wrestling. Sure, Matt Hardy has done it to a little bit of an extent, but Kenny Omega is going to take it 110 percent. He's going to bring the Bullet Club back together again. He is going to the Carl Anderson segment. I I loved how they walked that line. How he was he was he was like, yeah, yeah you remember uh, in in J- Japan, you know, when we were in that. And Anderson goes, in what? And he goes, hey, do you remember the Tokyo Dome match? Yeah, <laughs> it just totally is, is like just ran right by that. Like, yeah, we can't say that, dude. Oh, and he was like, I want to bring the yeah, I want to see the gunner again. He's like, you want to yeah. see the gunner? You want to see the machine gun? And then both Kenny and Don Council like. <laughs> no, that one was great. I, I'll say this. Um, I like you said. I want the collector, Kenny. I w- I want him to when he comes down with the AW title, him to have the AAA title too. I want him to show, dude. I want this to end with him like Ultimo Dragon in '95, where he has just like seven titles all at one time, and him walking to the ring like takes forever because he is dragging so much hardware. Um, I just, I think you'd have to get the other promotions behind it. I don't think, in all honesty, I don't think Impact will have a problem putting the belt on Kenny. I don't think they will have a single problem with that. And I think you put the Impact belt on him, it, it, you are helping Impact. You are helping their ratings. You are helping people see them. Um, I mean, what was Impact's ratings, uh, last week? I know Um, they were, they were way up. You, you, you know, the Twitch stats, right? Uh, for Impact Wrestling, who me? Yeah, I don't. You're, you're the Impact guy, Ace. Yeah, you're you're Twitch.tv/slash Ace of Ace of Spades card. It's been a while. Impacts. Aren't you like Ace of Impact cards now? Didn't you switch because you're such a big Impact fan? The silence I means won't. yes, everybody. Yeah. What do you, you say? Could, Ace Ace of uh, Impacts. That, that's you. Type. What? What? Sorry, it's weird. My headphones like will just shut off every time you you know 
Anyway, but no, like, no, that's what I want. I would love for this all to culminate if they can, after the Backstreet Boys reunion tour finally ends, uh, get a deal done with New Japan for this culminating with like Okada or somebody winning the title. The lights Not Okada. What'd you say? Okada. Who do you want? No, 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 never mind. I already know who it should be. Never mind. I, I'm stupid. Koto Ibushi. There Sorry. we go. Koto Ibushi needs to finally win that title. And when he wins it, the lights go out, the lights come back on, and, and Kenny's you hear Devil in the Sky. Ring. You hear Kenny's Devil in Sky. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Kenny comes down, down with all the belts and then just points to that one. And yeah, no, that would be like if they do like a year long buildup and like somehow you can get the main event of Kenny and the G1 next year. Yeah. Yeah, sure. There you go. Like, that would be so amazing. That would be so amazing. That would um, be a tier worthy WrestleMania, uh, WrestleMania, uh, tier worthy, like main event for any, any sort of thing. Like yeah. the grand whole, like you could combine uh, what bound for glory. You could combine wrestle kingdom. You could combine what double or nothing, whatever the big pay-per-view titles are final battle. And just combine it to this one big maelstrom of of wrestling excellence and wrestling glory, where everyone, except for the Federation, could have a piece of this pie. See, and, and, and that's great. something that I think a lot of people are missing. Because when it first came out that it was going to be AEW and M- Impact uh, teaming together, people were like, I don't get what AEW gets out of it. Like, AEW is way bigger than Impact and this, that, and the other. But I think everyone is forgetting when Kenny Omega first said years ago for AEW, he wanted to change the wrestling world. Him and the Bucks, you know, they were going to change the wrestling world. What they were doing is they were making a stronger deal or a stronger bond between ROH and New Japan. Yeah. And then they were also talking to other companies, too. It's like people are totally forgetting that, like, Kenny's what his old plan was, and I'm assuming still his plan right now is he doesn't want to like make a company and overthrow WWE and make the wrestling company. He wants to make wrestling better. And he really, I really think that he looks at WWE as they're trying to buy everything and have like a wrestling company. And this is where you have to go for wrestling. So why don't I make it to where there is no boundaries between any other companies? We have to give credit to Tony, uh, to Tony Khan too, because yeah. the whole WWF thing is that Vince bought out all the territories. Right now, Tony Khan is bringing territories back again, and I love yes. it. Yeah, because I mean, they also have a working deal with NWA, basically. So yeah, yeah, like yeah, he's a hundred percent doing that. Um, while we're on AEW, I know. Uh, the man over there at the slammy background has a uh, different opinion about this, but uh, what did you guys think of Sting coming back? Um, I think it's cool. I think it like after sitting on it, I was, I was definitely marking out when I first saw it. I got the pop and I was like, Sting, Sting, and seeing Tony Schiavone just like freak out about Sting was, was the best. It was magnificent. As far as I know, I'm I'm okay with it, but the baby boy got to play it safe. Sitting on it, kind of digesting it, 
I think it's all right. I'm not as excited as I initially once was, but I'm I'm okay with it because he didn't get the rub that he was supposed to get in the WWE, having no. him up to Triple H and then having to having to um well the the whole Rollins thing in Houston's completely different story. But the, technically, the only win that he had in WWE was a tag team with John Cena. Yeah, I, I, um, I like that. Okay, listen. Anytime you bring in a guy of his magnitude, especially when you're a young company, it's a win. You need to yeah. do. It. Um, I what am was very excited to see him there. Was very excited to hear uh, Tony Schiavone, uh, like you said, stay. Like it was great, but here's the thing: is like, whenever he inevitably wrestles, I'm not expecting it to be an amazing match. You know, yeah. um, if it ends up being great, hey, I'm hit me with the greatest hit. Yeah, yeah, I'm not expecting it to be a huge thing. So, like, like you said, like you, you said, it's kind of dying down the excitement for you and stuff. I think it is for a lot of people, but it's like that. This is what you're gonna get with Sting. It's like he's gonna come out, he's gonna cut a good promo. They're going to slowly but surely build a match with probably him and Cody. Um, or Arn Anderson. I want to see I want to see Sting and Arn Anderson. I don't think Arn can take those bumps, man. <laughs> I mean, Sting can maybe punch Arn. I don't think Arn can do a match. Yeah. Um, I think they're going to build to Sting and Cody. Um, but I, I just... I think it is what it is. Uh, I think... Right now, I think his storyline's interesting because he, for some reason, uh, is interested in Darby, and I think that's cool. But mm-hmm. I think once Cody gets past this Shaq thing, um, I think Cody, it's going to turn into, what do I have to do to get you to fight me, Sting? Yeah, and yeah. that's what I think the storyline after Revolution, whether it's for Double or Nothing, or whether they build it all the way up to... Uh, uh, to all, all out. out, but uh, one of those two pay per views that I think they are going to fight, and I think the storyline basically is going to be Cody doing whatever it takes. He wants this match so badly, Wh- whatever Sting wants, he will do just to get this match. Yeah, Ace, what you got? So the 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 the, the everywhere sphere or whatever doesn't you know doesn't hear our internal chat logs uh but y'all know that like when this news first broke i was not as impressed well yeah Um, you're you're pouting a bit well granted i initially came from a mindset of like really i thought you were done and then like it the way I kept saying it in my head, and it's not the same caliber, but it, the way I see it in my head is like you know, Undertaker makes this whole big deal, retires, they put him in the Hall of Fame. Okay, you know we understand you had to quit, you had to stop, you know you're good. And then like two years later, showing up at an, in a rival promotion, you're like, what? But I mean, Ric Flair's um, done it, so Ric Flair has done it. I don't think that necessarily gives him a pass. I still think if I was like hardcore wrestling fan at the time and I saw that, I'd still be like, I mean, I think Kurt Angle has done it too. Well, Kurt Angle, Kurt Angle has bounced all over the place in promotions. I mean, but also like Ron was mentioning earlier, like Sting only had one win in WWE. It was obvious right. whether we know the background or not. It was obvious they weren't well, treating him right. Well, so or the way he wanted to be treated. So I, like I said, I initially was like, oh, 
this I, this is stupid. I I feel like I am the complete like solo player in this you know Twitter sphere. Everyone's like super excited. I'm sitting here just going, this is dumb. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I read an article a little later uh, that explained, according to Sting, why he made the move. Uh, Sting, his contract uh, was up in May, and he was down to renegotiate but they only wanted to use him in a purely legends uh contract they would not put him on tv much and he just wanted one match which was a cinematic style match with the undertaker Mm -hmm. which after seeing what aj was able to pull off with him is completely possible and completely could have happened and they just wouldn't budge yeah and so on that note, no, 100% I get it. You know, AEW comes out and they're like, hey, we'd like to have you on. We probably aren't going to put you in the ring because you are legitimately injured still. You legitimately still have neck and back issues. But we'd love to have you on TV and put you in a storyline on air personality, uh, you know, manager or oogie spooky or whatever. I don't know. Um, and so when you look at it, you know, you're like, okay, well, he's, you know, still not going to get what he wants, but, you know, okay, I can understand. And then Undertaker retires, like for good retires. Mm-hmm. And that like really sets the nail in the like, I'm not going to get the match I wanted. And so I get it. Like, that's literally all you wanted to do. You have all these aspirations and really all you wanted was this one thing and they wouldn't do it. And now you definitely won't get it and so i get it 100 percent. yeah so am i still a little on the hurt side yeah uh you know it's still somebody that was wcw and then came to wwe and i really liked the storyline that he did have you know being the anti-authority all over again uh and so like i appreciate that so like am i hurt that he's you know, now on AEW, yes, but just from like a purely like straight kayfabe of like, oh, I thought you were done and now you're here. Uh, in a realistic standpoint, 100% makes sense. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, I, so I, I have definitely. eased off my initial like, this is dumb. Um, <laughs> it's now more just like, a, well, that's upsetting. Not, It's not bad. I look forward to seeing what he does. Um, but it's not it's not dumb anymore. It's just, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah. It's like um I don't know, it's like if a you know film studio dropped an actor because the actor just wants to play this one role and they're just like, No, we're gonna give it to this other guy, even though you're absolutely qualified to do it and have put in the time and money and dedication to our film studio in order to, you know, ask for this one thing. But no, and then he goes somewhere else. Yeah, you're disappointed. Because you wanted to see him do the one thing. Yeah. He's still the guy. And you still know what he's capable of. I just want to I just want to see Sting like relive the meme because you know that AEW is very familiar with like memes and uh they're they're hip and cool with society and everything. There's a meme where I mean, Sting is wearing a mask and he pulls off a mask and it's Sting. It's like say if Bray Wyatt pulled off um, the fiend mask and it's the fiend. I'm I I'm already fully aware and wanted to make the reference that it's interesting 
that right when Sting shows up, AEW starts invading another promotion's TVs. Hmm. What? WWF Wars, where they would invade Monday Night Nitro and back and forth. Uh, and I was like, oh, so Sting shows up and immediately y'all got the cojones to start invading other promotions. Yeah. He's a good boy. He's a good vigilante of, of justice. The it's timing great. of it, I was like, something suspicious. Hey, yeah. hey, they're not necessarily something invading. They're just doing, like, you know, Lex Express. Oh, I know. I, no, I know that. I'm just saying, like, no, I understand. And you're right. You're right. I mean, it is a little weird that everyone is talking about, oh, there may be someday uh, AEW versus Impact at the same time that Sting arrives. I get it. I get yeah, it. Yeah, Sting shows up and all of a sudden, like, oh, are we going to form the the second world order? Is that what we're going to do? Well, if anything, we? this is one thing that I've read is that Kenny will be like, Kenny is a is definitely a heel in this um in this sort of like storyline. Well, yeah. There will be people that are pro Kenny and people that are anti Kenny in each and every single um promotion. So it'd be crazy to have like a weird sort of like survivor series esque oh a blood and guts a blood and guts match with uh Kenny's team and then whoever is going to man the anti-Kenny establishment. Or Adam Page and the Young Bucks versus Kenny and the Good Brothers. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, I'm that like could happen. Like, oh, speaking of which, now that uh, you mentioned that, okay, uh, now that we're talking about Adam Page, Adam Page right now has been talking to a group called the Dark Order. Private party. Oh, okay. Yeah, Dark Order. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, the Dark Order, Ron. Not private party. Private. No, private hey, order. Dark party. Private the order. Dark, dark party. Ron. No. Dark party. No. Dark party. No, Ron. You can't Ron. say Dark party. <laughs> Why can't you say Dark party? A W. Dear listeners, we hear the quick pop. You can say Dark party because no. that that is the party that's on Tuesday nights. No, no. You can have a Dark uh, on party on YouTube. You can't have dark the party. Dark. You like the the same way you can't say. Oh yeah, we're gonna go to the White party. <laughs> Well, you can't say the white party. You can't. Dear, say viewers, party. dear viewers, we here at the Quick Pop Podcast do not do not agree with Ron in any sort of way. We are here a very open minded <laughs> individual. Like <laughs> like Ron. Ron's name is keep, everyone. Keep in mind, Ron's name is Ronchi, and therefore Ronchi is very close to bigotry, and that is not <laughs> our hearts here. Our hearts are open. Our hearts are accepting. We accept all. We want you all to listen. We don't care which party you're joining. This Guys, is what it feels like to be I, on the I'm other the end. I'm the only of biracial of person on this podcast coming from two people How that are you? like vanilla like you? home bluebell homemade vanilla come How on oh, 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 oh so, so 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 now so now so now that's that's your excuse that's your excuse oh, Ron? Ron, Ron you literally out. just did the, the equivalent of i have a black friend yeah, you literally like, had you that. You guys can't talk. I get the black friend guy. I'm squirrel, so I'm allowed to say that. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Gosh, Those are the equivalent of like, like I made an Asian j- joke, but I'm Latino, so it's okay. So no, it's, it's okay. not. <laughs> I can make an Asian joke, though. Well, yeah, you can do those. I could do those. 
Anyway, so back That'd to what like we were saying. Uh, making a really bad Indian impersonation. Be like, no, it's okay. I'm one sixteenth Cherokee. Dude, it's Native American. It's not Indian. India, Indians. Are you really India. gonna call me out for dude, what? Dude, I'm, I'm calling using? you out. I'm calling you out, dude. Are you really gonna call me I out? I'm calling you out. You called They're Native Americans. Party? They're not Indians. Indians are from India. Guys, Mahal is Canadian. <laughs> Guys, how did how did this wrestling podcast evolve into a debate over uh, uh for lack of a better word dark parties? Yeah. Oh my god. So guys, all I was just trying to nicely start a fight about the dark order. Yokozuna wasn't <laughs> Japanese. Yokozuna wasn't Japanese. Guys, I was just nicely trying to start a fight about the dark order. Uh I know that Ron feels one way about it. Uh, and I feel that they don't know what they are and they've kind of become pointless, but that is neither here nor there. Uh, Ron, do you want to uh, defend yourself on why you think the dark party works? (laughs) 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 I completely forgot the train. (laughs) That was. Oh my god. All right, no, seriously. You said defend yourself on why you think the Dark Order works. Okay. So the Dark Order works because they're uh, they're basically several miscreants that are outcasts of society. And right now they are kinda like without a leader, even though Brody Lee is still the leader of uh I almost said Dark Order. <laughs> Still the leader, of Dark Order. I'm getting like hot and fun. guys, guys. <laughs> hey, hey, guys, before we before we uh, finish this conversation, I need y'all all to email me your shirt sizes because I'm making dark party shirts. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I need a child small. Uh, uh, speaking speaking of uh, shirts, I'm just gonna shill right now. Uh, Shop.spreadshirt.com/slash/raunchy. Uh, you can get your your waifu is trash shirts. Uh, they are awesome. Uh, so um, yes, raunchy is AEW of of streaming. We, we we're nothing but a t-shirt company. Um, but yeah, no. Um, when it comes to Brody Lee, he's still injured, so he's still off of TV, off of storyline. And I think bringing in Adam Page, because Adam Page and Dark Order have kind of been flirting around this whole, oh, we need we need a boy. And essentially, like John Silver, he's kind of like the de facto leader at this time, just because the boy is over. The boy is hot. The boy is hungry. Johnny Hungy. And so, with that being said, uh, since since John Silver 4 is a de facto leader and he is strictly wanting Adam Page, and they've even they've even talked about this before that Adam Page uh wanted to join the Dark Order uh after I guess his loss with uh Chris Jericho. Um but they skipped out on him because apparently they didn't get like the application form that Adam Page filled out. So now they're struggling to get him. Adam Page has nowhere to go. He's an outcast. So he wants to hang out with other outcasts and everything. And Adam Page becomes like the new de facto leader of Dark Order uh, up until Brody Lee's returns. Like, oh, we got Adam Page. Cool. But then, you know, you might have a faction. Adam, uh, the Page 
page order and then the Brody order or something. I don't know, but I think there's something good here that that can be formed. We still need to see more of it in order for it to manifest, but I am excited about everything that the Dark Order is going, uh, like the direction that it's going. And of course, my favorite wrestler right now, strictly for comedic purposes only, is the good old, uh, good old John Silver. There. There's my two cents. So, here's, here, here's my thing. I do not... I'm not here to debate that what they're onto something here with this Adam Page thing. Here's my problem. So the Dark Order arrived on the scene as a tag team with a bunch of minions that scurried into the ring and make seats for them while they're dressing up as SMM people. We all looked at the camera and goes, is this a sex thing? It feels like a sex thing. So then after they had a few weeks of everyone being like, is this a sex thing? They then started being like, oh, here's these videos. It's a cult. And we're like, okay, now you've given me structure. You've given me an idea of what you're doing, right? And so then they did all those videos and I was in, in on it with all those videos. And then they started saying, hey, there's a higher power coming. We have a leader of this cult and you don't know who this is. And so then Brody Lee came in. You're like, okay, it's this creepy cult that Brody Lee is leaving. Then immediately once they got that, it's like, nope, I'm Vince McMahon, and it is still a cult, but I'm going to basically be, what if Vince McMahon ran a cult? And so I kind of followed it there. And then you did like the Colt Cabana, will he join, will he won't join? But it was all still in the same realm of things. But ever since Brody Lee has left, like... John Silver and them, yeah, they're great comedic characters, but like they don't fit the whole like we're in a cult. They just they they almost feel like frat boys, and like I get them trying to pull in uh, Adam Page, but it just it feels like you've had three different groups. All it, it feels like the band that replaces their lead singer and like their bass player and drummer, but keep their name, and you're like you're you only have two members that are from the last band. Just change your name and say you're something different. I I do want to bring up something though. I do want to bring up something because um, in case you don't know, Jake, I, I love cult culture. I I study cults. I I love, I love like mass murderers. I thought I was the expert. Ron, Ron, I don't know if you know this. Ace has a book. Ace can help you (laughs) out. Ace has a book on cults. Ace uh, apparently knows exactly when Brody Lee is doing the right or wrong thing that cult leaders would do. So Ace, Ace is just as knowledgeable. So okay, go on. I'm sorry. Go on. So (laughs) one thing that cult uh, cultists do is that they want to make sure that they appease the person that they're trying to bring in uh, and kind of do it in a fashion where it's like, hey, it's kind of kind of like high school. It's like, hey, we're cool. Hey, we're chill. We're hip. Want to come hang with us? Think about this. The moment that they figured out that um, they could have possibly got Adam Page was the moment that they kind of shifted into the whole, oh, let's go into the party lifestyle. Let's double down. And that's where John Silver had the most time to shine. Him and Alex Reynolds had the most time to shine. Whereas before it was it was done through fear and intimidation with Stu Grayson and uh, Evil Uno. They are all playing different parts of the same picture. So 
they want to get Adam Page to bolster their ranks, then yeah, let's be college frat boys. Let's drink a lot. Let's get Colt Cabana on the floor puking his or well, he was passed out and John Silver puked on Colt Cabana, but you know, I digress. Make your cults attractive and then you assimilate them into uh your your tenets, your your diction, uh your commandments, and then you have full integration of that member into your cult. Okay. I mean whereas I can get behind that, I st- Okay, I, I, I get what you're saying, and I can 100% get behind that. But my problem as um, a viewer is there is no stability in that group. Like, it isn't like there's something in that group that that never changes, but then you see members of the group changing around the people that they're trying to get. Mm-hmm. So, like, I wish some member of the group would be like the cult person. Like they are the person that like, once you see them, you're like, Oh yeah, that's right. It's still a cult. I don't mind John Silver being like funny and wearing cowboy hats and drinking with Adam page. But then like when they go back, like shoot a segment with the dark order where it's like, Oh yeah, they're a creepy cult. I forgot because there's nothing there that really reminds me that it's a cult until like they say, Oh yeah, the cult, the dark order. I say, oh yeah, that's right. They're a cult. Uh, I I can completely understand uh, that point of view. Like, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. There isn't anything cult like right now. But I think with the storytelling, it's not about Dark Order being a cult. It's about Dark Order trying to enlist Adam Page, and then after after they successfully do it, hopefully they do it. Uh, we start to see the the back scenes, the inner workings of why they're a cult. We haven't exactly been revealed to it uh, yeah. with Colt Cabana, which I was kind of hoping that they would start addressing that. But I, I think, I think they the kind of put... Colt Cabana, yeah. like, it's right there, Colt Cabana. But they're, they're, they're essentially putting Colt Cabana to the side where he's just some, uh, some junkie, like a Dark Order groupie that yeah. will never be, like, fully in Dark Order Matters. Because you have an Adam Page. Yeah, no, I mean, I can get that. Like I said, maybe when Brody, like you said, maybe get Adam Page and Brody Lee comes back, then maybe they will establish that. And I 100% agree with what you just said. They never have also really stated, like, what this cult is trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's like, at first, it seemed like they were trying to take over AEW, and then slowly but surely, it seemed like they were just content with the TNT title. I just, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. Um, I just, I need, I need more. I don't even want to say character development because they're giving me that. I need more motivation of that group, and I need it s- stable motivation so mm-hmm. that I can finally fully understand what that group is because yeah. as of right now i think they're all over the place i think they have great potential i just think they're all over the place on what they want to be but then again i haven't studied cults like you i don't own the cult book like ace i mean i you know i am just Look, a I'm guy watching a wrestling show all right so just maybe i got it on a discount 
a humble bundle. Oh, 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 is that what the guy told you? Is that so the random guy you bought it from said he'd give you a discount? Did he also yes. offer you a glass of Kool-Aid Ace? Yes, the humble bundle, the random guy. <laughs> humble man. Humble man. He he's lurking your streets. <laughs> what? I look, I'm just saying it's the humble you know bundle guy is lurking you know your what? streets. You know what? I just have this feeling that I want to slam you guys across the table. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, in a tank. I was like, oh, we're coming back to this. When <laughs> <laughs> it comes around, all right, let's round two. Talk oh, about circle. the tank. Ace has all the d d diameters and everything. No, it, like, honestly, honestly, it's, it was a good moment in the WWE. I wish they had, like, an award show for that. Yeah. Would it be, like, best tank in wrestling? I think there's but only like, been like one or two tanks in wrestling. But like, what would you give the tank? Like, what would the statue be? What would it be called? It'd be the. It would be Shotzi's little tank that she drives around in. Oh, uh, yeah, that's even better. <laughs> or, or, or even like, the okay, tank no, no, that wasn't a tank from uh, hey. DX. Okay, okay, guys, okay, guys. If I hear a story of uh, of Rusev and Lana. In Shotzi's tank, now I'm impressed. No, now I'm impressed. impressed. It could be done. It could be done. I didn't say it could be done. I just said I'd Ron's, be impressed. Ron's like, I got you. Hold on. Let me show you. I need a diagram. You want me to draw it out for you? <laughs> Ron's like, really? give me a second. I, I don't mind using stick figures. Right? No, dude. I'm going to make it graphic. I'm going to make it graphic. I'm going to make it hot. Ugh, you would. Dude, yes. Would you perb? No, oh, guy. So, so, anyway, we're talking about award uh, shows. Is that what you're trying to get at? Ace? Yeah, we're, we're we're talking about the WWE uh, award show uh, called the, the uh, Slammies, I think. Yeah. Which uh, there's some decent categories this year, and actually some decent nominations. It's hit not just it. like, all right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you up, and then I want you all to give me who you would pick. And why? Oh, so okay. me and Jake are debating? I I could debate. I dude, oh, I could debate. You oh, guys okay, have, wait, not, wait, wait, wait. You guys have not heard me debate. Are we are we just oh, giving our answers debating? or are we full on debating? Because there's a whole nother podcast in me and Ron debate. Oh, yeah, you I have no go, idea. I wouldn't go with full debate because we've already used like a huge amount of time. That's what you guys said. It's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. If y'all want to debate it after the slammies come out and the you know decisions are made, then that's a different story. We can debate whether we thought the winner should win and everything like that. We can absolutely do that. Because uh, I think it's uh, the 23rd. And it's in the morning. Me and, Ron, you and I will watch the slammies. Do you want to do it? Ron. You're really bad at the, the first okay. thing. Okay. <laughs> I tried. My, I, my I mouth. appreciate you. Yeah. You just have a lot of things going on on the, the screen for me to tell that you're not actually frozen. Yeah. Like I oh, can, well. I can see your computer screen doing things, and I know it's not frozen. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'll it try better work. next time. I'll try better <laughs> next time. <laughs> um, but no, you and I could absolutely do like a special episode because oh, yeah. it's, oh, uh, it's at 10 a.m. Mm -hmm. uh so it'd be nine for us yeah we could uh, do it let's do a little little live breakdown yeah yeah cool We'd just 20. just a good old slammy recap and why uh, are the slammies at 10 in the morning 
Good question. <laughs> do, they, oh. do, you, do you have an answer for us on that case? Or is it just like, oh, well, then we're going to have a slammy. Is it that they hate us that much? <laughs> no, it's just probably they're, they're having the slammies in Saudi Arabia. It makes sense now. <laughs> no, I am the slammies is going to be the first thing that Saudi gets. It's not going to be like a crown jewel or the greatest Royal Rumble. They're getting the Slammy Awards because the be prince fair, in Saudi Arabia wants it. To good. be fair, it's on a Wednesday around the holidays, so you can't do it Wednesday evening because you have NXT. So you have to do it in the morning and you don't want to do it Monday uh, during Raw and you can't do it around the Christmas time because obviously the Christmas time. So I, I, if you break it down, I get it. Why couldn't they do Tuesday? That's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> like they could easily put it on Tuesdays but on Fox. Maybe. That would be like, honestly, that would be something I would watch. Tuesday, Tuesday night on Fox, WWE superstars come and they do things. <laughs> slammies. Okay, so the actual slammies, because uh, I think we've been going for nearly an hour. Ah. Uh, Ish. I don't know. Yeah. Well, then hit up with these categories. <laughs> so, but we, it's, this is a long one. It's an overdue one, so it's okay. Okay. We have Superstar of the Year. Now, this is overall i'll tell you later on there's a male superstar of the year and a female superstar of the year so this is all over superstar of the year so this is 2020 this is 2020 yes but i'm just saying like there is a male and a female superstar of the year so this is like just out of every single superstar possible not just guys and just girls so we've got drew mcintyre uh we've got roman reigns randy orton Braun Strowman, The Fiend Bray Wyatt, Asuka, Sasha Banks, Bailey, Becky Lynch, and Charlotte Flair. Man. And remember, you have to looking at this from a, a complete superstar of the year, not necessarily who was the best guy or a girl. Although yeah. I'm sure some of those same names will appear later. Like on. I I like for, for women, I would Honestly, as much as I want to give it to Asuka, I would give it to Bailey. Bailey has Wait, done some amazing well, work. Th- this is just uh, over. This is. Is this overall? Like, yeah, or this are is we... superstar of the year overall. Yeah, okay. this is, you can only pick one, one of every name he just said. Oh, OK, then I would give it to Drew McIntyre. Yeah, there's a list later that's male and female superstar of the year, like male, yeah. and it'll have a list and a female. So this is like overall best superstar of the year. Overall, See, Drew McIntyre. So for me, it was between Drew and The Fiend, and I think The Fiend that's, did a lot of good work. I think I'd have to give it to Drew, though. Uh, Drew, main ev- Drew main evented WrestleMania. He won the Royal Rumble. Uh, in the middle of a pandemic, he gave good promos and basically, I mean, Raw was not a good show this year, but Drew no. was the only thing worth watching. And so Drew literally carried Raw through the pandemic. Yeah, Drew was a draw. I mean, yeah, hands down. I yeah. have. Yeah, I like I want to give it to Drew for sure. And I am also really torn with with Bray Wyatt. But I, I mean, Bailey had a heck of a heel run this year. She did. 
Oh, absolutely, she did. So, like, she did. because she's in the running with uh, these other guys, like, if I'm looking at it just from a they're not guys, they're not girls objective standpoint, like, man, that's tough. Because I, while Drew had the breakout, like, you know, doing good and everything, like, I think Bailey, Drew had the best moments, and that's why I would choose Drew over Bailey. I think the only thing I don't like about Bailey is how long it took for them to give us the Bailey Sasha thing. And while I do appreciate that they didn't draw that out, I also feel that was very like, and we're done. Yeah, because for it something seems like that has done been, and over with. Yeah, for something that's been like years in the making, like at least two years that they've like built this overall grand story up it felt weirdly like suddenly done yeah but i i think we can all agree that if we had to out of all of us we all have the common denominator of drew mcintyre yeah and then yeah. of course like when when you put in men and women drew for men i i would i would say and then bailey for women yeah we'll see who i mean obviously you would think if you make best and you're probably also going to make best yeah. male but we'll wait till we get there yeah now this is the interesting one a match of the year this is top match of the year. Ooh. So you have the Undertaker versus AJ Styles in the Boneyard match uh, at WrestleMania 36. You have the New Day versus the Hurt Business for the Raw Tag Team Championships on Raw November 16th. Why? That was a good match. I don't know if I put that at match of the year, but no. I need to hear the other matches. Uh, Edge versus Orton, the the yeah. greatest wrestling match ever at Backlash. Yeah. Uh, the Men's Royal Rumble this year. Mm-hmm. Um, AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan for the IC title tournament finals on SmackDown this June. Yeah. Ooh. Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso for the recent Hell in a Cell I Quit match. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sasha Banks versus Bailey for their Hell in a Cell match as well. Mm-hmm. AJ versus Sammy versus Jeff Hardy for the IC title triple threat ladder match at Clash of Champions. Uh, McIntyre versus Roman Reigns at Survivor Series this year. And Becky versus Asuka at the Royal Rumble earlier this year. Okay. I'm torn. Match of the year wrestling wise with talent. I see between uh, AJ and Daniel Bryan. Right. Storytelling. Roman and Jay. Yeah, I was about to say, like, it looked it depends on the aspect you're looking for. Yeah. If I'm, I'm torn between the two. Technical prowess. It's absolutely Styles and Bryan. Yeah. But I, I think I'm going Styles Bryan just because. <laughs> Like you said, one's storyline, one's technicality, but I think if you are going to give an award for match of the year, I think it has to be more than just story, and therefore I think AJ and Bryant win for me. Yeah. I'll, I'll agree. Uh, AJ and, and Bryant, definitely. 110%. I'm I'm Gucci on that. That's a good yeah. boy. That's a good boy right there. That was a good list. What's funny to me is I saw a lot of people online when this list came out, like immediately saying the men's Royal Rumble. And don't no. get me wrong. The men's Royal Rumble was very good this year. It was probably one of the better Royal Rumbles. But I think there's so many good singles matches on that list that I don't yeah. think it's just like obvious that the men's Royal Rumble should win. I'm not saying that it won't win, but I'm just yeah. like, 
like you just said, like Roman uh, Jey Uso told an amazing story. Look, uh, I was and- there uh, for that Royal Rumble. It was electric. It was yeah. like fantastic. But right, I forgot you were. I, I I wouldn't say that it was the best match that WWE has put on. I agree. Uh, I agree. <laughs> I have a feeling they're going to give it to the Boneyard match, though. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, that's the thing, though. Like, that was a really good match. Like, I can't. It was entertaining. It, at all. it was entertaining. Agreed. It just, it all just, honestly, this one's a tough one, just because it depends on what you look for. Are you looking for story? Are you looking for entertainment? Or are you looking for technical prowess? They have Agreed. all three in there. They have all three of the best yeah. ones that WWE has produced in there. Because honestly, Edge versus Orton was really good too. Yeah. Yeah. So, hmm. uh, <laughs> this is the one I was looking forward to the most. Rivalry of the year. We have Seth Rollins versus the Mysterio family. Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Orton. Edge versus Orton. Sasha Banks versus Bailey. Our Truth versus the World. And everyone's personal favorite, Lana versus announcer tables. I'll go first. I'll go first. I want it to be Lana versus announce tables just because I want them to actually have to have Lana accept the award with a broken piece of a table. Right. But (laughs) let it just be a table like they give it to her on a table and she won't go near it. Or, yeah, something like that, just because that would be so funny. But it's Edge Orton. Edge Orton was the best rivalry this year. Although Banks Bailey has been brewing for a while. Banks Bailey has been brewing for a while, but like I remember the pandemic hit and there was no crowd. So it was just empty arenas, right? And we were all talking about like how the matches were off and this, that, and the other. And then like Edge or Orton, either of them would come out and grab a mic. And you'd have no crowd reaction, but you would be glued to everything they said because they knew how to captivate an audience, whether it was a crowd or a television audience. And I think they sold that rivalry to an empty arena better than anyone was doing when it was just empty arena shows. And I I mean, that Edge Orton match, even though we didn't have it as like our pick for match of the year. I think that the, that the greatest wrestling match that uh, edge got hurt on dude, that match was freaking awesome. Um, I think they're mad. They're, they're rivalry. Um, I'm just going to say real quick. Uh, I think Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton has to be that rivalry for me. Uh, I really do believe that it, it had I'm... the tenure. It had the, it had the goods, it had the violence, and it had the payoff for the good guy. So I'm still I'm still gonna gun for Lana versus announce tables. I'm sorry, I can't not vote for that because yeah. if I believe that anything else will take us place, it would be wrong for me internally to believe that. I yeah. want it to be Lana versus the announce tables. Yeah. Oh man, that's gonna be great. This one should be a little bit easier because there's some good contenders here, but like there's one that I feel like it was just a, a really big, strong uh, return of the year. We've got Edge, Roman Reigns, 
MVP, Goldberg, and Sami Zayn. Edge. I want to say Edge. I want to say Edge too, but, but then there's Roman, Roman Reigns made right there. Roman Reigns has made an impact because he has not only the comeback of the year. And when Edge came out in that Rumble match, everyone lost their oh, no. mind. We all lost our minds. The only reason, though, that I would give it to Roman is because nothing against Edge whatsoever, but Edge returned as Edge. The Roman Reigns that returned was not not the same Roman Reigns. Reigns. I still think, man, a dude comes back from a career-ending injury, is like wrestling at a high level. I, I, you gotta give it to Edge. I guess. I mean, Mm. I get it, but I'm gonna go Roman on this one. I have to go Roman on this one. You don't have to, but you don't have to. But he's my tribal chief. Yes, I have to. That's fine. What's the next one? Ron's wrong. What's the next one? (laughs) Excuse me, sir. Excuse me. We've got ring gear of the year. So this is the person who I don't know if it's an individual time or just overall had the best ring gear. Like ring gear? Lana. No, it's going to be the New Day. Yeah, it's oh, going to be yeah. New Day. Oh, yeah. So, New Day. Charlotte Flair. No. Sasha Banks. Eh. Seth Rollins. No. The New Day. New Day. Yeah. Uh, Bianca Belair. Eh. Shinsuke Nakamura. No. Carmella. New Day. New Day. New Day it's- wins. Bianca Belair uh, gets a write-in only because she makes her own ring gear. And so anything mm. that looks cool, she did that. And that's pretty dope. But uh, it's New Day. New day. Oh, it's new day. A hundred percent. They wore it, gears of war outfits, right? They can't. They no one beats that. Literally, as their characters. New no day. one beats that. Not to mention that all the time, every single one of their outfits. Like, I'm sorry. They had a they had a color in outfit uh, during this time while Woods was out. And yeah. it looked. I think they filled it out after each win. So. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah, that one was that's a no brainer. Yeah. Breakout star of the year. Can hey, hey, can you not give me nominees and I just tell you who wins? Oh, we'll we'll see if it fits. Keith Lee. He is not on the list. How is Keith Lee not a what? Because the? Vince because Vince doesn't like hold on, Keith Lee. Hold on. Hold on. Because most of what these are our main roster nominations. Yeah, he's on the main roster. Yes. Has his main roster debut been anything close to his NXT run? All no. I know is he debuted. He beat Randy Orton. He's already had a WWE title match. He's had a rivalry with Braun Strowman. He has done nothing but worked with top guys. And you're telling me that's not worthy of a nomination of a breakout star? Who's yeah, on this like- list? Well, it's because uh, Vince doesn't like Keith Lee. Yeah, it is. It is some weird, like he doesn't like him kind of thing. Yeah, oh, like no, Vince, no. Vince has sent him and like Otis and a couple of other people back down to the performance center because he doesn't like the way they wrestle. He actually said, "Yeah, I remember in an article he said like he wants Keith Lee to get more in ring training." <laughs> yeah. Okay, who's on this list? So we have Dominic Mysterio, who fair enough. Uh, Bianca Belair, Otis, the Street Profits, 
and they're just calling him Murphy, but you, Buddy Murphy. I guess the Street Profits. Yeah, the fact that Pat McAfee is not on here really blows my mind. Well, NXT isn't uh, available. Well, yeah. well, the, it should be this, Keith Lee. This whole thing is busted. It yeah, should be th- yeah. Listen, yeah. most people will probably give it to Dominic Mysterio, and yeah, he is very impressive for uh, you know, not really having he matches. Came literally out of nowhere. Yeah, he has actually put on a pretty decent showing. Don't get me wrong; he is very impressive, and I am not trying to take anything away from him. It should be Keith Lee. Um, I'm just going to go with Street Profits because. They busted on the scene. They won tag titles. They've kept the tag titles. They just had an amazing tag match with uh, a legitimate future Hall of Fame tag team, the New Day. Um, yeah, no, I think the Street Profits have had more of a breakout year. Uh, Mysterio came out of nowhere and had a great showing to take nothing away from him. But I would give it to the Street Profits and say that WWE is stupid for not putting Keith Lee on this list. I agree 100%. Um. Now here's the female superstar of the year. I think it's the exact same five from the the biggest. So I think we can all agree for the female superstar of the year. I think we put Bailey up on our list. Agreed. Yeah, because that's who we that's what we said for the the overall. Yeah, it's weird that they have an overall and then they have it broken down into agreed because then it's like, like if, if you the same vote for. People. Well, the, the weird thing to me about those things is sometimes two different people would win and it makes no sense to me uh, if like Drew McIntyre wins overall, but then the Fiend wins male superstar of the year because it's like, how does I, I, I don't understand. Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, male superstar of the year. I think we're all expecting Drew just because we also expect him to win. Yep. Overall. Yeah. Um, final category. Then we can wrap this up. Interestingly, this is moment of the year. This is like a singular moment, not a, necessarily a full match, a singular moment. What you got? We got The Undertaker's final farewell at Survivor Series. You got Drew McIntyre defeating Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania 36. Becky Lynch announcing her pregnancy, Raw May 11th. <laughs> Edge's return in the Royal Rumble 2020. The New Day's farewell address on SmackDown October 16th. Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman uniting on August 28th. Bailey's betrayal of Sasha on September 4th. And the New Day being drafted to different brands on Raw October 12th. Becky. Becky. You think Becky? Really? Becky. I don't know if I'd go with that as moment of the year over Edge's return. I was going to go Edge's return or Taker's retirement. Uh, Taker's had way too many retirements. I'm I'm agreed. Agreed. That's the reason I would go with Edge's return. I I would say Edge's return. It it led to a feel good moment for me. Like, I mean, of course, I feel good about Edge. I was there, but I want to give it to Becky. It's just like, like, okay, so to Let's just break down each real quick. Undertaker's final farewell, really big deal. Absolutely. Uh, Drew McIntyre defeating Brock Lesnar. Eh, I think we all kind of saw it coming. Not really like a, whoa, can you believe that happened? Uh, Becky Lynch announcing her pregnancy, big deal. 
side note for those of you who are keeping track uh she has delivered and their child is adorable um i think it'll be and, a bigger deal when she comes back that's yeah just me. It'll, it'll be way bigger when she comes like when, when that music hits yeah i hope i hope there's a crowd there's a crowd um I also hope she just walks out with her baby and then just hands her off. And just like, yeah, what's up? She walks out with her baby over her shoulder, like she did, like she did the title, <laughs> the title, like how she would like have the title and then just randomly hold up with that one arm is like the baby in like a, a, a swaddling position and just picks it up and just like palms it and holds it up like a title. You know what else I want? I also want Seth to come out, but like not in character. Like I just want Seth to be all like pop, happy pops. Like, yeah, I'll take the kid. You go wrestle, honey. I got I got him. Uh, big deal. Edge's return. Holy crap. When we're all sitting there and you heard that you think you know me like that was a eruption. Uh, New Day's farewell address kind of goes hand in hand with New Day getting drafted. I feel like the farewell address was a bigger deal than the draft. Uh, yeah. I mean, in terms of like impact, like when it happened, you're like, what? And then when, you know, the farewell, you're like, wow, this is real. Um, uh, and now Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman, though, that was also like, a, oh, okay. uh, Bailey betraying Sasha, I don't know, like, it was cool, but like I don't know if the same impact was there that we were all hoping for. I think they waited too late on to pull the trigger on that they one. Where when it finally happened, late. we were just like, okay, good. Yeah, because it, it wasn't a surprise. It was just like, yep, kind of expected that. Fine, okay, cool. That here it is. So, um, so yeah, tune in. Uh, I mean, there'll be another podcast in between here and there, but uh, you know, tune in the twenty third. Apparently, me and Ron will try and do a uh, live reactionary cast uh, to the the Slammy Awards and see everybody uh, accepting their knockoff Oscars. Uh, I think that's it. Any longer, and we don't become a podcast, we will become an audio book. Um. Is there anything y'all want to shout out or mention before we go? I got nothing. Got nothing? I got nothing. Are you still doing uh, Down and Dirty, or is it on hiatus? It's on hiatus. I need more time. Yeah, I I assumed as much. I was yeah. like, man, it's been a while. Like It's like we recorded our episode, and I'm still... Uh, like yeah. Ours hasn't come out, right? No, it, it's been out. Okay, I just... Like, I just... I, I can't... Yeah. I missed that tweet or then. Yeah, uh, it's been hectic. But I just remember, like, I think, like, we recorded, there was one or two other people, and then I didn't hear anything else about it. So uh, hopefully that picks back up for season three. Uh, anything out of you, uh, Jakey Poo? Yeah, you can catch me uh, at my job site from sunup to sundown. Uh, yeah. I'm just there working. I mean, that's, uh, that's what we're all it. trying to do. Um, Y'all need to stay tuned. The next, let's just stay two months because we're not going to have them all back to back. But the next two months of uh, Quick Pop is about to get really interesting. Uh, I've got multiple guests lined up. Ooh. Like a list. And I'm obviously not going to try not to do them just all back to back to back to back to back. Uh, one or two so might have to be special episodes where we, like we record them the same week we had another recording and just kind of like you know use it as a filler. So, so, so you're telling me you know some people that made the list? 
I I made the list. Oh. And I know who's on it. Uh, man's so yeah, getting fancy, uh, y'all. Man's getting fancy. Man's man's getting bored on Facebook, and you know, actually, like going like, oh, okay, let's check this out. Uh, but yeah, check it out. Uh, we'll have several new voices, several new opinions. Uh, maybe we'll actually find somebody that agrees with Ron. Um, that'll be fun. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, this is Ace. Uh, this is Ron, who tried to sit still for a really long time, and I saw his eyes darting back and forth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and Mr. Uh, Jazzy Jake. Yeah. Uh, we miss y'all. We love y'all. We uh, hope y'all are having a great holiday season. We'll see y'all one more time before Christmas. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I've, got a, I've got a guest, but I'm not going to force it because it obviously yeah. is the holiday season. Maybe we'll take the next week off so that way you can be with your friends, loved ones, yeah. and don't have to listen to our stupid selves while you're trying to you know, spend time with your family, which safely do. We are still in the midst of things. Things have the chance of upticking, but we still need to be careful. So y'all go out there, uh, brush your teeth, uh, comb your hair wash your hands, uh, listen to your loved ones like Ron's doing right now uh, very intently, uh, and uh, just you know, generally be good people because uh, when we're good people, then things get done quicker. And when things get done quicker, we can all have live wrestling again. And that's what we're all really aiming for, right? Like not stability, not economic, financial, you know, improvement. We'll just, we just want to go to a wrestling match again. So is that all? Is that too much to ask? Come on now, y'all. Wash your hands, brush your teeth, keep your mask on, and uh, be good. To people. Drink your balls. I was about to say, no ending? Good job. Bye bye. Make sure that you're following us on all of our social medias, including Twitter at Quick Pop Cast, Facebook at the Quick Pop Podcast, and Instagram as well at the Quick Pop Podcast. Any of those are great ways to reach out to the host of the show, and we'd love to talk to you as well. We are constantly speaking on current events and would love to hear your opinions on stuff too. So get in touch with us today. <laughs>